The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. I think one of the things that people talk about all the time is how can I increase the open rate of my emails? How we do all I just want it, get don't better we? results? There's these average numbers that float around all over the internet, but mm. everybody just wants to do better, don't they? I would love 20%, but we're going to be talking about a little bit more than 20% today, I think. Let me introduce you to my co-host for this and every episode, the man who split his own head open with a hairdryer. It's hypnotist extraordinaire, Robert Temple. Hello. Hello. And uh, I'd like to introduce my co-host here, the Would man you? who orders pizza with no cheese on it. And That's I can tell you gets very funny looks from the waitresses. I really do. The I one really and do. only mind reader, it's Kennedy. Shall we start the show? Let's do it. Robin Kennedy can get inside your head. Now they can help you see how your subscribers think instead. You've got to live. crowd went mild. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the email marketing show. Hello, this is Rob and Kennedy. Hello. From Response Suite. That was a lot of hellos. That was a lot of, we, we need to say less We're going to have another hellos. one in a minute. Are we going to have another hello? That'll be very nice, won't it? Hmm. So, our guest today, very excited. We're going to be speaking to, we are speaking to, Amy Perkins. Now, I'm going to, I want you to figure out something about Amy, Rob. Okay. So, one of these facts is a fact. The other two facts ain't no fact. Right. Right? I was, got it. I don't know if you got it. It's, uh, it's, it's quite drawn out, that, isn't it? So one of these three things is true about Amy. Is it that she used to be a kindergarten teacher? Mm. Does she always eat burgers with a knife and fork? Mm. Or did she once make a mud pie and make her sister taste it? Which mm. one of those three things actually is true about Amy? I think that the mud pie one with the sister eating it is probably true. It's not the mud pie one. <laughs> Which one is it, Amy? Hello, welcome to the show. Hi, I used to be a kindergarten teacher. Of course you did. And now you do email marketing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you consider that an upgrade or a downgrade? <laughs> Okay, Amy, we want to talk to you because when we met, we, I think we met over on the LinkedIn machine, didn't we? We sure did. And the power of networking, hurrah. So uh, we were talking about email and you were like, well, I'm very new to email. And I was like, oh, that's lovely. Let's have a chat. And then, because I'm just a bit of an email nerd, I know Rob where you are too. And you were saying, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not really happy with my email open rates. And you just, what was the num what was the percentage open rate you were getting? I think it was around 60%. Shut up. <laughs> really? And I was bummed because I thought, like, I was going for 95. I was really bummed about my 60% until Amy I Amy, love, we're all going for 95. <laughs> Most of us would love 25. You're getting, you're getting 60. I mean, Rob, what would you do with 60% open rate? I don't know. 
<laughs> I think okay. I'd have to put some of them back. Right, what's the, Rob, what's the, you're, you're good at the average stats and stuff like that. What's the average around at the moment, do you reckon? Uh, it really does vary a little bit. I think there's a there's an interesting thing. Once you get north of like a thousand subscribers, it does take a massive tumble very, okay, very quickly. Sure. But I think you know, most people would be happy if they're getting somewhere around 10%, 6 to 10% up. Excellent. Rates. All right. So, <laughs> so, so Amy's diamond shoes are a little bit too tight for her with a with epoxy 60%. What do you put that down to, Amy? Like, why do you think you're getting such an amazing, in all seriousness, that's incredible. How the hell are you doing it? Well, first of all, the people that are signing up really want to be there. Sounds that way. They really want to be there. I don't trick anybody. I don't give anything away. There's no discount. There's no freebie. I, what? the people signing up really want to get the information that I have to give. Okay, okay that's so they're the opting in for a free, sorry, free newsletter and they're opting in for your emails rather than to get that report or that white paper or that webinar or that thing. They're just, they're just opting in because they want to manifest the life of their dreams. And I share tips and tools every week, absolutely free. Wow. Okay. Let's take a little look at how we're getting the people on the list. So you're putting content out there primarily through which channel? You know, LinkedIn, or if I'm speaking at a conference or I have just my personal Facebook page and I've got an Instagram page. I am... I am the least tech savvy woman on the planet. <laughs> so the fact that I have an email list, I was listening to a woman and she was saying, you know, it's great if you're on social, but it means nothing because every social media platform could disappear tomorrow. Sure. You really need an email list. And I thought, okay, I guess I need an email list. <laughs> how, long, how long ago was this? How long ago? <laughs> This was a year, about uh, about a year ago. Okay, so hang on. We've got the email marketing show here, sharing tips and insights for email marketing experts. And why the heck have we invited Amy on, who's only been around it in about a year? Okay, the reason is because Amy's getting something that all of us dream of, which is this dastardly 60% open rate. So they're, they're only joining your list because they want to hear from you, not because they want that one-hit wonder from you. Absolutely. And I think that's kind of my secret sauce. And the woman that I took a course from to learn how to set up an email list. I didn't know anything. I am, I am a tech challenged middle-aged mom of two. Like this whole email pop-up, it's literally like a foreign language to me, but I can learn how to do anything. And so I just dug in to learn how to set this up. And what I deliver is value. I don't, deliver any smoke and mirrors or trick. I don't want to trick anybody to get on my list because I want that. Well, I want 95% open rate. I will give you a call when I've got that 95%, but right now I guess I'll settle for my 60%. <laughs> oh, this is incredible. Okay. This is absolutely mad. Isn't it? So once we've, we've decided that this is a big sort of shift now to say, okay, great. Rather than bribing people in with this lead magnet thing, which is still a perfectly yeah. valid idea, but sure. this is an interesting approach. We get rid of that now. Okay, great. So now they're on our list. What else are you doing in order to keep pushing that open rate higher and higher? Besides the fact that we know, okay, great. They now opted in because we know people's attention span is short. Some people are going to start to get a little bit bored and sort of, sort of step away from the things that they opted into once, whoever we are and whatever we're offering. How, what else are you doing to keep that open rate so high? I can, I consistently share value. I don't write an email. I don't have a newsletter go out that I don't feel is full of value. My system is once a week 
But there was a time and I, I just was stumped. I felt like I didn't have some massive value to offer. So I skipped a week and you know what? Nobody went away. Nobody unsubscribed. Nobody did anything. And I was then back on track after that week. I try to only get about four in the queue ahead of time. And it's almost real time. I am, I am writing as I'm in my real time and I'm not hammering people with things to buy. It's that value, value, value. And I give some more value. When I started my email list, I didn't even have a damn thing to sell. I didn't have anything to sell. I just wanted to help people go on this journey that I had. And I was sharing tips and tools and links to books. And then somebody said, you can do a link and you can get an Amazon affiliate. I'm like, what's that? I'll just share the book that I found that was so much value for me. And so I think going into it, without any of those expectations of wanting to sell something probably was a different mindset than most people that start an email list. Right, right. So when you look at other people who are doing email marketing and what they're putting out there, you're obviously seeing something and doing like something different. So what is the thing that you think other people are doing that you think is meaning the difference between what you're getting at your 60% open rate and the five to 10 to 15%? Like what's that void? What's the difference? Well, I think everyone has their niche, right? Everyone has their specific people. Mine is really aimed toward people that were in the same space I was. And that person does not want to be treated like a child. I don't want to get 15 emails in three days about the same thing, because if I want something, I'm going to buy it. So what I, and I also don't put their name in it 15 times. I don't like getting emails where it's like, Amy, 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 because after the fifth Amy, I'm like, you don't know me. So stop pretending like you do. I mean, it's just, I'm very genuine in my approach. And I think people want genuine. I love that. Do you know what it is? I I think, I don't know about over in the States, but we are in a generation where our parents overuse our names. Right. Don't they? Like, so they'll go, oh, Kennedy, how are you, Kennedy? Oh, Kennedy, what do you think? I'm like, Damn it, I know my name. Stop using my name. Yeah. It, it's that same yeah. sort of thing, isn't it? Wow, okay. Mm, definitely. It just seems, to me, it seems very condescending. I don't like it. Right. So I don't do it. But some people might like it. <laughs> In terms of the calls to action, I know you talked about the fact that a lot of time you just give value and value and value. And then you start to, I mean, occasionally you're going to start to drop stuff in that is, you know, like yeah. that book recommendation on Amazon or something else. Like, how are you doing these calls to action inside those emails? Are they being weaved into a lesson somewhere? Or is it sort of a value email with a lesson, a value email with a lesson? And the next one is a bit more of a direct pitch to go and check out this thing. So I do try to have a call to action, but a lot of times if I'm not selling the product, which I've eventually created a project, a product to sell, it's share this email with a friend. If you have someone that you feel would find massive value in this, forward this to them. Again, it's all genuine. It's it's just this genuine human approach that I have um, because honestly, I want to help people and I want them to live this amazing life, manifest this crazy life of their dreams like I have. And so everything about my newsletter, everything about my calls to action, they're just from my heart, genuine to, to add that value. I love that. Do you know what's interesting is, I don't know about you, Rob, but we talk about calls to action a lot. In fact, we've done a whole episode on it. And one of the things I have never 
thought about as a call to action is forward this to a friend. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know if somebody forwards, they receive your email, they forward it to a friend. If that friend may then go, okay, great. Well, who, who is this from? Let me go and have him investigate. Oh, you, they do. Maybe, and then go and opt Oh, they in. do. And then yeah, that sort I get of- that feedback all the time. And I'll have people say, I forwarded this to 20 people on my team. And, and that lights me up because, you know, that's influence. When you can have somebody take one of your emails and forward it on to a team of 20, that's almost as good as a 95% open rate. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Almost. I mean, it's interesting. It's almost like, and I, I don't mean this disrespectfully, it's almost like the old-fashioned social media, isn't it? You know, nowadays we post something on social media and what we want is people to yes. click share and share yeah. it with all of their, you know, 20,000 friends on Facebook or whatever it is. And so now this is like the old fashioned way of doing that, isn't it? It's, it reminds me of the old office jokes of like, here's a really funny, dirty joke. And they used to forward it around the office. It's basically that, but with value. I think that's yeah. absolutely fascinating. And I think a thing that a lot of traditional email marketing, very commercial direct response will not be thinking about. But let's take a look at that conversion way. So now you've got like a, a list building strategy, which seems to be based on giving value, getting people on the list because they want to be there and they're finding out about it because their friends are forwarding them that email and they're thinking, this is right up my street. That's great. What kind of calls to action do you put in there? Are you talking about, so you've got one call to action, which is forward this to a friend who you think will find it valuable. That's lovely. And I'm just wondering, do you tend to tend do you tend to send people to value out of the email? Are you getting them to click to like blog posts and videos and stuff? Or are you delivering the value itself in the email? Where does that fit? So I, I've played around with different modes of doing that. So I do have a YouTube channel and sometimes I will embed a video in there. Sometimes I will direct people to the course that I have that I sell, but not in a salesy way. It's just, if you want to delve deeper into this, here's something that I have to offer. But then I don't then follow up with 15 emails in the next three days with that same thing, because that doesn't resonate with me. I don't like that type of sales. And so I don't do that type of sales. You know, one of the marketing gurus that I is like a hero of mine is Seth Godin. And right. Seth Godin has his daily blog, his daily email. I read it almost every day. And I have purchased two of his courses. And it's not because I've gotten 15 emails about them. It's because I'm getting his value. And then one day he sent an email and it said, hey, have you ever wanted to start a podcast? If so, sign up for my course. And it was like, no, I never thought of that, but I will sign up for your course. And I did. I mean, it was like a $600 course that I just bought like that because I had been getting that Seth Godin value. And I knew if this man's got something that he's running, like I'm in. And, and I think that's kind of the mindset that I want to share too. I don't want to have to coerce people, tie them down to freaking buy my stuff. I want them to want to delve deeper, to buy the course that I have, to hire me for the keynote for their organization, whatever, whatever that may be. I just want someone to want that. It's great. And it feels like a really risky thing to do, doesn't it? To strip away that sort of lead magnet. Or that I'm bloody terrified of this. Over the Absolutely terrified of you and this. No, um, not really. Um, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm now thinking about just in terms of the way you do your email. Do you mainly do like your broadcasts of like in the moment, send the email out today? Or do you use a combination of campaigns? Like where are you at with all that stuff? Okay, again, like... I am the least tech challenged woman probably listening to your show today. So here's my strategy. And it's probably totally different than many strategies. That's why we're I, here. 
I've got a three drip welcome series <laughs> that goes out. You get one and then you skip a day and you get another and you skip a day and you get another. And that's kind of this welcome series, which then goes into the once a week. Everybody that signs up starts back on day one in the welcome series. I want to take them on the whole journey. So the only real time um, rare campaigns that go out is going to go out to everybody at once, but pretty much everybody starts back at day one. So I have about a thousand people getting my newsletter now. And again, that kind of blows my mind because I'm just basically, it's like word of mouth, right? You know, it's word of mouth. It's tell a friend. I, if I had someone like you guys running my campaign, I might have 10,000. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but we will be coming to you saying, how do we get 60% open rate? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. This is pretty, this is pretty, pretty mind blowing. I think we're ready to go at the next section. Yeah, let's do it. Let's find out this week's subject line of the week, subject line of the week, subject line of the week. So I would love to find out about a subject line that you found particularly effective that as a real fave of yours. Yeah, it literally said unsubscribe. Okay, what? now tell us a little bit more about the context of that. And my context was, if you're getting my newsletters, if you're reading my emails and they aren't fueling you to live the best life possible. If you get these and they make you feel bad, if they deplete you, if you read them and you want to just delete them and you have no one in your life that you'd want to forward it on to, and it's a waste of space in your inbox, unsubscribe. And I also talked about, you know, anyone that you're following on social media that does not fill you up, anybody that you're following that depletes you, that makes you feel bad, that makes you feel like you're not living up, you're not comparing, you can't, you're comparing yourself. I just said, stop following those people. And what's interesting is I had probably the most people reach out to me after that saying, I would never unsubscribe from your email, but you did light that spark for me to go unsubscribe to some people that I'm following that really don't make me feel great about myself. Right. That, that was my top, I think, headline, unsubscribe. And I mean that. I genuinely mean that. I don't want a single person getting my newsletter that it doesn't add some value to their life. I love that. I love that. I mean, I'm constantly watching what Rob's doing on social media and comparing myself to him. And actually, it it's very good, feel, very good for myself. It must make you feel very diminished. I feel, I feel very lovely, very actually. Diminished. That was this week's... Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Yes, it was. So, Amy, as we come to the end of the episode, let all, us and the listeners know, where, where can we go to find out more about you and everything that you're doing? So on LinkedIn, I'm Amy Perkins. I have my awesome newsletter with my 60% open rate, but you can help me get to 95 at <laughs> keystocourage.com. My podcast that I started is called Keys to Courage. It's on all platforms and I'm on Instagram at Keys to Courage. I love that. I've put all of the links to everything at that at blog.responsesweet.com slash unlearn because I feel like we're going to unlearn everything <laughs> that we're sort of taking for granted here. So blog.responsesweet.com slash unlearn. Now, of course, if you've enjoyed this episode, which I know you have, then make sure you do go ahead and subscribe to the email marketing show on Apple Podcasts or whatever you happen to be listening to this on, perhaps even YouTube if you're watching us here on the video. Hello. Yes, good to see you. Good hello and goodbye. Anyway, uh, Amy, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. The email marketing show. The email that went pretty good. Right? That was pretty good, wasn't it? Love that.